tough game, back and forth, and uh, you're in the win. And, uh, you know, just the, um, I think they played a great game. And I think uh, I was really proud of, of our guys, and compared to last week, I think the guys played a lot better. Um, but, you know, I think everything's looking at the, the result of the game more than anything, but I think there's some positives that happened. Um, also, obviously, some negatives, and I'm sure you guys will ask me some questions about all this stuff, and I, I don't mind answering them. But the, uh, you know, this is where the the the, uh, the culture of the team is actually supposed to thrive the most. So uh, I feel I feel really good about our team, our core values, our principles in the team, and um, yeah, I think the players are going to get better from this, and we'll respond well, and we'll be ready to go next week. Um, obviously, it's supposed to hurt, and it, uh, the struggles, adversity is, is a tough thing, but uh, proud of our players and how hard they played. Um, and just, you know, unfortunately, we weren't able to get the win, but uh, love these guys and love their attitudes and thought they played um, really hard. Um, but, you know, we just just uh, um, not well enough to, to, to beat East Carolina tonight. And so uh, we'll, we'll get back to work and, and uh, fight some more and get, get ready for Boise next week. And so, um, you know, th- this is the obviously going, going through a, a, a losing streak here, and, and the only way to, to turn it around is to f- love each other, focus on each other, stick to our core values and our principles, and and uh, allow the, the culture to take over. Which is uh, in this time, I think you get defined by your with your culture when things go really bad, and then uh, compared to sometimes success can mask some of the issues, and so uh, this kind of exposes a lot of it, and I'm really excited about uh, correcting things and getting things back back to where we can play at our best and, and execute better and as a team, all three phases, and uh, look forward look forward to getting that done next week. So, And uh, starting to work as soon as I get done with this press conference. So, Any questions you guys have? Does the third and fourth and short in the fourth quarter really killed you? Two fourth down yeah. stops, third down drop, where you're not, not able to get a third and short. Mm-hmm. What, what happened? Yeah, it's just a lack of execution. And it seemed like third, third and short and fourth and short is our nemesis right now. And, and if that's the case, and, and looking at analytics and all that stuff, um, I mean, you, you know, if we are not able to execute and, and uh, convert those, then, then uh, we can't just keep going for it on fourth down all the time, you know. So uh, that, that's my job as a coach. I make those decisions. And, um, you know, we're at the point now where, where uh, I think you – can look at it and say, well, we, sh- this, we should be able to get this first down. And, you know, I think look at it from both sides. They, they did the same thing, went for it, and it uh, just came down to who had the ball at the end and, and who had a, a, a chance to kick a field goal to win the game, you know. And, and I think looking at it, and I have to look at, at my part as a head coach and the decisions I made and own up to it. But, I, but I, um, like I said, I think there's things we can build off of from last week to this week. And things that we can get better and, and, and improve on going forward. So, is there any consideration to kick a field goal on your last trip to the red zone? Yeah. Now, in hindsight, looking back at it, of course. I mean, that's. Um, I think maybe when it was a, f- a little bit longer than 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 a, than a, a actual one yard, you know, it's a little bit. I think it's a full two yards or or close to it. Um, yeah, that, that's that's my fault, and um, just felt like we could have got that. It felt like there's some good momentum. And um, yeah, just just uh, next. I think and Jake had made one earlier, you know. So um, and it seems like he's been kicking well and kicking, 
kicking the ball on kickoffs, but kicking well. So, uh, yeah, that's that's something that that, that I, I could have done differently and better as a head coach in, in that decision. Kalani, how, how tough is this loss knowing that the, the defense rose up and got those stops in the fourth quarter? Just yeah. that they showed that progress and still come out with a losing it. Well, I think that that's that's a you have to build off of off of some of the things. I mean, our culture is love and learn, so you have to build off of uh, some of the things. And and but some of that is the, is the positivity too, praising what was done well, and then and then correcting the things that that w- weren't. And so, um, doesn't matter the phase; it just matters that our approach is that we we learn from it. And uh, you know, and that goes for coaches too. It's just not just the players, but the players' effort and and. Um, I felt they just had a different sense of urgency tonight. And you guys saw it. You guys watched the game. And so you, you see that I think uh, last week, I, I think a lot of guys could have quit, you know. And um, this week, a lot of guys, you saw that their answer was to keep playing. And we had we banged up. I mean, we, we had to play without a, a bunch of guys again. And, and tonight, unfortunately, we had um, some more injuries that happened. And, um, you know, and I think that's what caused a – you usually have your punt team with the backups ready – we had 12 guys lined up, and it was because we had, you know, we went through three guys in, 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 on our on our special teams with with some of the depth that we lost today. And so, uh, it's at the tail end of the year, and guys are banged up. Nobody's going to feel sorry for us and our, in, our injured players. But um, you know, we, we I was really proud of the guys that stepped up and got significant reps, especially for the first time. You know, and, and um, overall, I thought the effort was really, really good. And I think East Carolina is a really good team, you know. They they uh, they well coached and um, they played really hard and they were they're up for the challenge of coming out here to Provo and playing in this game. And I think Coach Houston's done an amazing job. He, he's done that. He's has that in his past of of getting his teams ready. And and uh, it was a hard fought game and they they, they, they deserve to get the win. And and uh, we didn't do enough, but um, it was it was really cool to get on the on the field and compete. And that that's. Uh, that's a huge compliment to their, them and their program. Kalani, on the fourth and two where you went for it instead of mm-hmm. took the field goal, some people might ask why you didn't put the ball in your best player's hands, either Puka or Jaron Hall. You gave it to you know, a backup running back. What, what did you think of that play call? Yeah, I mean, that, I think we have to evaluate all of it. I, I think that's a fair question, Jay. I mean, that's, that's, that's part of the evaluation process is did we make the right decision? Everywhere, where the play call, the personnel, all that stuff, and and yeah, I, I mean, I had to own up to my stuff that we went for it, and then I don't know. I wish I had, I wish I had a hundred pukas on our team right now, you know. But um, I don't know. That that that's something that we have to we have to talk about and and, and evaluate. Running the ball forty-two times. Was there an emphasis to kind of help the defense out a little bit in, time, in terms of time of possession? No, I think there was a honestly there was a um, from film and what we saw there, there was an opportunity that we could run the ball against against East Carolina. We and, and it was a challenge to our offensive line, especially from last week. Like, hey, you guys are, are all these experienced and tough guys up front. Let's let's create some some holes and some gaps for our run game. Um, and obviously, Chris Brooks wasn't able to go, but but Lopini and Miles and um, you know the, the run game even with Jaron. Uh, started to look good, and Puka running the ball as well. So, and then we we were able to throw some screens and things like that. I think they they show that they can bring a lot of pressure um, and disrupt. And and uh, you know, I think that was the game plan to try to get the ball spread out in different ways. And and also where we felt like we can get 
there's a couple plays just like one missed tackle away from really breaking it through and and um, you know we'll, we'll watch the film get better uh, but I think that's kind of a mindset I think they had maybe similar mindset as well last couple questions coach on that <clears throat> the last play um, on the fourth and eight with the way the defense is playing in the fourth quarter of the call didn't go your way how frustrated was that in that moment knowing that you guys were maybe anticipating getting the ball back yeah, frustrated. I thought that maybe they were going to go for a, uh, a long field goal, being in altitude, you know. Um, and then when they were ready to go on offense, I was excited because that means we get a stop and get the ball right there with some time. And, and that that's that'll get Jaron and Puka and all them chomping at the bit. And so, um, yeah, that was frustrating. But I mean, the the play before, I think we we could have got a, a nice pick on it. I don't know exactly what happened there, but uh, they disrupted our our corner on the play and this one it just went that I didn't see the I, I didn't see the play on sl- on replay or slow motion or anything like that but the referees are doing their job they're, they're trying to do their best and so we we just got to keep playing I mean we I was proud of the team stuffing them and, and, and forcing them to kick a field goal and we try to get get guys there and then I, I don't know if the kick was that high or whatever but it went up the uprights and so it counts for three points and credit to them for centering the ball and getting their their kicker the best opportunity to, to win the game so Try to, I try to, try to uh, freeze them a little bit. It was getting, it was a little chilly out there, you know. And but sometimes you, you call the timeout early just so they don't get free kicks on 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 the ball. And so we called it early enough where he wasn't able to just teams. If you call a timeout just to to ice the kicker, they'll snap it and kick it anyway. So uh, that's why the timeouts were called a little earlier. You gave up 227 yards on the ground. Yeah. And a lot of blockers are getting to the second level and being able to disrupt and open up those lanes. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you try and stop that? I know you're banged up, but yeah, I think when a lot of it is the um, the shape of the defense too. You know, a lot of the plays are, were bouncing, and and um, the initial gaps up front were taken care of, and then a credit to their running back bouncing the ball opposite end and gaining some yards on it, and they had some fast backs that could actually you know get outside the edge and. Um, not having the shape of the defense correctly and not taking the right pursuits, uh, ankle pursuit for our for our, our, our run stop. That's that's part of that there, and we had some new guys playing, and but um, still we, that that's execution right there. So we we've got we've got to be better. So many plays already get extended from um, just whether it's missed tackles or um, missed assignments, and and, and uh, we had to do a better job coaching our guys and making sure that. They're in a better position for success. All right, guys, thank you. All right, uh, Kalani Sitake, Puka Nakua next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. And Kalani Sitake is on the headset. Kalani, can you hear us okay? Yeah, I got you. All right, uh, Greg and Riley upstairs, thanks for joining us for a segment. We'll keep it to one segment tonight. Uh, You've already spoken to the other media. Uh, You've had time with your team. You've been alone with your thoughts. Uh, Has anything else uh, kind of bubbled to the surface that uh, comes to mind after you uh, went through tonight? Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot, but probably not not enough time in the one segment, you know. But <laughs> um, but I I, I am, uh, uh, you know, just like everybody else. I, I think um, I understand the frustration and some of the same issues that are happening, and so uh, just trying to get that fixed and trying to get it done before next week. And and then it's a it's a it's a frustrating process right now, but. Uh, you know, committed to getting this done, and and uh, I've said it before: the fans and and the players they deserve. That's my responsibility. Is that I, I have to answer to the fans and I have to answer to the, to the players, and and that's my my mindset is is getting our guys 
executing at a higher level. And, and we, I thought this week way better than last week, right? But not still not good enough to get the win. And um, so we'll, we'll keep focusing on execution, but also getting better with our strategy, you know, and just making sure that we can execute but also make plays. And that's it's frustrating, but um, there's some things to keep working with. And, and, and all I know is that we, we still have another opportunity to play. I know I know one thing is just get 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 work done and and work hard and but exhaust myself in in, in the work and then when we do that hopefully we can I can help this team find a win next week. Before you came on, Kalani, we kind of uh, detailed how uh, ECU had been victimized a bit through the air by their opponents this year. Were you surprised that it ended up being such a run-heavy and rush yardage predominant night for BYU, and that BYU really didn't take to the air a lot against this susceptible team in ECU uh, on pass defense? Yeah, I, I mean, you know, and, and, and I like the ball in Jaron's hands. I, I like, uh, you know, I like doing things, whatever we can, to get points on the board. And so... Um, yeah, I, obviously we didn't do enough to get more points on the board, and that that's my only emphasis on on offense and defense. Is, it's getting points off the board for defense, but also uh, we're in a situation where we've got to find a way to stop the the dang run, you know. And and, um, and uh, some of that is missed tackles, some of it is guys missed assignments, but it doesn't get much simpler than what we're trying to do as an execution level, uh, you know, when in terms of our our play calls, and and so. Um, it, there's a bunch of stuff that goes into it, but that that's the things that we're trying to work on, and and uh, we need to see some change every week, and, and um, that that needs to take place. Coach, I was surprised. Uh, well, maybe not surprised, but you saw the reaction from their sideline and their entire team. Granted, it's a hard-fought game that they win as time expires on a field goal attempt, right? But this game, you wouldn't think without much history between an East Carolina and a BYU, I wasn't expecting that much you know, jubilation, excitement. After they went in the locker room, they all got their phones, they came back out onto the field and took pictures. You could tell this game meant a whole lot to those guys. Talk about the role that that emotion plays in players, and then and then more specifically, uh, the, your, do you think your team has a full understanding that no matter who's on the, even if the logo is not familiar to them, BYU is a big brand to every opponent, and they're getting everybody's best shot. Yeah, and and, and I think it's the um, understanding that um, you know that you're going to get everyone's best shot. You, you know, you played here. That's that's just part of the the deal when you play BYU, and so. You have to make sure that you have your best shot ready to roll, and and um, and that's my job. That's what I got to do. I, I got to get them ready, you know. And and um, me and the this coach staff. That's what we have to get done. And and we are not doing a good enough job right now. And so, um, yeah, that that's that's got to be the, the the answer. And and there's just more into it. There's so much. There's so many people that have that have poured out their blood, sweat, and tears on that field for our players to not give give enough, you know. And I think the players are. They're, they're working hard, but they need to realize that everybody's coming after them. And, and, and whatever it is, East Carolina beat UCF, was going to the Big 12. Now they beat us that's going into the Big 12. I'm pretty sure they're excited to play Cincinnati, you know. that this is they're, they're creating a narrative even in their mind, even if it's not true. It is the perception is reality to them, you know, and, and – uh, we we need to do that as well, and and um, hard to do that when you're just caught up in social media the entire time, and and uh, we just got to get our guys right, and that's that's my job. I I got to need make sure that they're 
time with a great mindset and, and are ready to roll. And I think last week was, I said it before in the press conference, a lot of easy to quit from last week's performance. This week, the guys played hard, harder, played yeah. better. Um, now we got to keep executing and, and, and keep building off of it. But still not good enough, you know, and, and that's, that's, that's where I come in. Yeah, Coach, um, I, I agree. The the effort and uh, I think the intensity and passion brought to the game was uh, there was quite a contrast between this game and last. And hey, look, college football's uh, tough, and and you're right. They have with UCF and BYU down. They've got Cincy and Houston remaining. One last thing before I, I kick it back over to Greg is: uh, was there a concerted effort or anything mentioned uh, to Jaron to use his legs? I love that addition to this offense. It seemed to, you know, kind of let the offense breathe a little bit more. He was able to convert some third downs. It took some pressure off everybody. I felt like obviously not enough to get the job done. But was that something that evolved naturally or a, a strategic effort that was planned throughout the week? Well, I think he realizes how important it is for him to that if he plays at his best, we have the best shot of playing, of winning. And um, what he does best is create with his legs, and he's got a great arm, don't get me wrong, but it's the total package and the total threat of of what he can do on the field. And so that has to be his everyday presence is, is being able to use his legs. And uh, you can see when he did that, ran out of bounds and, and, and slid when he needed to, that he actually protects himself even more by by being decisive and doing things like that, and I was proud of him. He played really hard. Um, got hit a couple times when he shouldn't have, but um, he's a tough kid, and and we just keep building off of that. You know, it was good to see him doing that. From my perspective, it was nice to see that, and and uh, we just need everybody to to do what they're the best at. You know what I mean? And being their best self and committing to doing that, and make sure it shows up every week. A lot of focus on some late drives, but I thought a key point too, Kalani, was late in the first half. You got the ball with a chance to own the middle late. You got that possession with 2.36 to go in the second quarter, and it was a three and out, and then, of course, ECU kind of let the half expire at that point. But it was a chance there to maybe take a bit of the game under control because you're going to get the ball to start the second half, and then when you scored that touchdown to open the third quarter, you know, you, you've been good to start second halves lately, so I thought it was maybe maybe a chance that went begging there at the very end of the first half. Yeah, and and felt like we were in a good good swing, good momentum there, and no one gave up too many big plays on on defense, and and allowed them to march down and 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 get the equalizer and and, and put, <laughs> tie up the score, you know, at twenty four, and and then and then we just it was just kind of a back and forth going for it on fourth down for both sides, and then whoever ended with the ball last, you know. And yeah. I, like I said, I was excited when they went for it on fourth down. That means that I just didn't want us to get a pick. I wanted to bat the ball down, and we'd get the ball right there. And be, I mean, Jake's got a strong leg. I felt like we had in a good position with, with two timeouts, and I just didn't get that opportunity. And credit to them. They made the plays, and, and they got the field goal, and, um, and, and they deserved the win. And I, yeah, and I know one you're thinking about, too, is you know, when you have the ball for eight minutes – 14 plays and 68 yards you want to get something out of it and the fourth and two got nothing out of it and I guess when you have the ball that long and that many plays you want to and and the decision comes down to we're going to try and make two yards or or, or take three what was your thought process at the time yeah I think um, from now on you know just just going with points and and getting that's the wise thing to do and and um, yeah I think we got caught up in the analytics I did and that, that was my decision you know and um, not sure if if we're going to keep struggling on converting these fourth downs and shorts and, and third and shorts that that we're, we can keep going off of that. I think I think that's just putting us in a bad position. And um, 
yeah that that's something that that's one that i i definitely regret and i can i can learn from but i own that one as well and i know you thought that quarterback sneak with jaron hall on that fourth and really short was was a good play on tempo just didn't get the spot and and that, that was a tough one too yeah it just got to convert i mean that's you know i i, I wasn't the, the ref he was on the spot and that's just when you when you don't convert and you give a ref a chance to make the spot they're human they're going to go off of what they see so it's it's not their fault it's our fault we we got to get that done and and um you know i, I think I'm, not to be cruel or anything but if we can't convert fourth and ones then we don't deserve to win you know and 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 uh, that comes a, it's a gut check time and so um there's times that we've been in tight games and got fourth and one and won the game and these were those times where we needed to execute and get it done and 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 um you know, it just didn't work out, and then that's the reason why. Why is it not working? And I, I'm 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 committed to getting it done and figuring it out and making sure that we uh, do better. How could you have avoided that pass interference call that set them up for the game winner? Um, you know, I had to watch the film. I, I think the the post player was there, so really didn't need much from. Uh, the corner, I think they called it on Caleb. Yeah, they they did, yeah. Coach. That's what I saw, too. I was like, man, he had safety help. I don't know why he, he maybe panicked a little bit or felt yeah. like he got desperate. It's a panic time. I think the play before, I think he he had a pick, and, and, and for some reason, I can't remember. I think he got tripped up or something, someone said. and it, it's just, Yeah, he did. It, it, was, it was two plays before, but yeah. you're right. He was tracking the ball, and as the receiver – fell down to the ground their legs got tangled up and he would have had a pick had their legs not been tangled up but yeah and that's the that's the game you know just gotta it's a game of inches and game of opportunities and and um they they made the most of theirs and we didn't and so uh i felt like we had a strong presence in this game physical tough but i just couldn't pull out the win and um with that being said love the fans appreciate them for being here I apologize that, that it didn't go the way that, that, that we all wanted. But the guys work hard and they love playing for the fans. And then, so I hope they know how much we appreciate them. And I know that they're frustrated, and, and, and uh, but we, we truly love them and appreciate the support and had some great things said to us after the game by some fans. So, I, uh, you know, we, we, we're committed to getting it done and getting things performing better for our fans, especially the ones that are going to be up in Boise. But thank you for the ones that showed up tonight. Yeah, Coach, I thought the crowd was great, too. And uh, to bring things back around more positive, I thought Lopini Katoa was great. You got anything to say about his play? Yeah, I, th- I thought the guys played really well. And Lopini played tough and was able to put his head down and make some plays, make some guys miss. You know, And we just didn't do that enough as a team to extend drives and get first downs and get get points. I mean, there's there are a lot of shoelace tackles that, that uh, if we could – break those it becomes more points on the board and and credit to ECU they they made the plays uh they didn't they made more than we did and so we'll we'll go back to what we're, what our 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 principles and core values are built on and that's our culture and and uh it's very gospel driven so we're going to find ways to be better in, in all aspects of our life work hard and 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 put it to work and and uh, right now the it's easy to, to lose faith, but I, I feel like these guys are, are going to be tested, and I think they'll our, our boys will come out of this adversity even better, and and they'll make our program better. So it's tough times right now, and and, and 
you know, tough people last, not tough times. And so we're going to last through this and get better. And hopefully to get better means perform better for next week in front of our fans in Boise. But uh, really love, love and appreciate all the fans that, that, that support us. Kalani, the same team that uh, won four games in September, which is hard to do, just went through a winless October. And, and that, that feels, you know, hard in its own different and terrible way. But what do you, what do you hope for November from this football team that you're coaching? Well, I think the, the, the hard part is that there's that sour taste of, of losing, and it could create a huge um, uh, a huge problem where the slump happens over and over and over again and guys lose effort. And, and that's we have no chance if, if guys don't care. And, and, and uh, you know, it was nice. We heard leaders talking to each other that, that um, we have to believe in each other and, and have faith in each other and keep working hard. And that's... This is this is a great time for us to to really focus on talk to the team about it afterwards. That this is they're gonna this is gonna be a pivotal point in their life where they're gonna look back and reflect on the adversity they're facing now with this losing streak and being able to flip it and get this thing turned around and become better because of it. And not just in football, better in in all different ways. And that's the challenge now. And I'm excited for our guys to get it done. And I'm excited to, to look towards a new week. And and obviously proud of the way that we respond from last week to this week and, and looking forward to uh, a, a same type of improvement, if not better, for, for the game against Boise. Yeah, who knows when you're ever going to play Boise State again uh, after this week. Exactly, and it's a rivalry game, so you know we had one of those against Utah State, and so uh, what a great time to go, to play a rival game and, and, and get after it. And I think they're playing some really good defense right now. They, they made some changes and uh, got some stuff going, and then they've had created some momentum, so... It's always going to be tough going up into Boise, but uh, you know we're excited about going up there and playing the game. And, and we remember when they came down here, so this is a good time for us to to have our type of sl- you know slugfest with Boise. I loved seeing Michael Davis run out the flag. I loved seeing Andy Reid in the stands tonight. Uh, uh, those are those are proud members of the uh, of the Cougar family. Yeah, and love love having them around, and you know they're just a. The alumni is amazing here, and especially the NFL alumni. We love having Mikey D here and and, and Coach Reed. Uh, they're always welcome. And but you know we we get to see all our alumni from even the ones that don't play in the NFL. But when those guys have a buy and have an opportunity to come down and visit us, it's extra special. And their their presence made a difference for us. And uh, obviously not enough to get the win, but we really appreciate. The fact that they're willing to spend time, come back and see us and be with the team and be with the boys. So thank you to, to Michael Davis and, and to uh, 